And welcome to Saturdays with the Sloth with the Hyper Sloth Gods of Rock Zigzag and Rufus, the only guys in the universe smarter than me. Put your listening ears on because this experimental sloth cast is about to blow your feeble fucking minds. part of the show because we just we're used yeah, to so amped up right by then we just we just go right into it i know it's just part of the show unfortunately now we need to remember to introduce the vip part of the show i try every time but i'm always like you know what's so rude is when she is talking over me you know who i'm talking about she you know yeah, i know i know who she is and she is the perfect woman dude because she has big tits and zero carbon footprint that's <laughs> wow does she not have zero? Because she's not a real person. You, you think that's a real person's voice somewhere? I mean, it almost has to be, I guess, right? Uh, I don't. I mean, I guess it has to be, right? It, they're doing celebrity voices now. I know some some little L. Jackson's going to be doing one. Well, he was going to do Alexa, right? Yeah. And I don't. I don't think I would enjoy that because Samuel Jackson as Alexa might be a little intimidating. I might not want to yell at Alexa as much if she's no. like Samuel L. Jackson. It'll yell back. Yeah, where he's like Samuel L. Jackson. Which Samuel L. Jackson, though? Is it like the one from, uh, what's that movie that gave him like his second chance at being famous? Pulp Fiction? Yeah, Pulp Fiction. I would assume it's probably that kind. It's like a fucking rude, fuck you, you're a dumbass, I accidentally believe Mm -hmm. it. 
That's all you had to say, Rufus. Now tell us a little bit about your trip, folks. Rufus, this is the Double D, by the way. I'm Double D, zigzag. Sorry to jump right into the show tonight. That's my man Rufus on the other end of the wire there. Hey, kids. Hey, kids. Glad to have your dad. First thing I want to say is, did everybody get their parents' permission to listen to the Hypersloth Happy Hour tonight? If they didn't, that's okay, because we're rebels. That's true. And they're rebels, too, and we had, we enjoy your rebel spirit. Now, take it to the streets, but first send uh, Hypersloth all of your credit card numbers. Then take it to the streets. Right, for safety, for safekeeping. For, yes, we and Rufus will look over your accounts. We'll make sure that they're properly rotated, of course. You know, we want to help you build your credit, so we're going to... We're going to blow up those fucking credit lines, and then we're going to watch you pay them down, and then we're going to blow them up again. It'll be a nice fucking strategy. I think that's kind of – isn't that what uh, – uh, what's that crazy – Bernie not, Madoff? No, the Tom Cruise uh, thing. Who are those people? Scientology? Yes, the Scientology. <laughs> is that what they do to people, basically? Yeah, pretty much. They got it nailed down. They know what they're doing. <laughs> they do know what they're doing because they're like just giving me 250 grand up front. And we'll unlock this briefcase for you. Now, you know you're in good company when, when the entire congregation are celebrities. You know what? You do. And you know that – I'll tell you what. Celebrities are savvy investors, dude. There's no doubt. No doubt in my mind. Look at that. No doubt at all. <laughs> they're very savvy. And them and ex-professional football players, they're, they're savvy investors too. Uh, the football players make the best use of their money over time. I found. Some, you know what? Some do, though. You know, some of these guys, more it's like NBA players, though. Look at Shaq, right? He's filthy fucking rich. Oh, yeah. Jordan, he's super rich. But uh, Magic Johnson, doesn't he own like 300 fucking movie theaters and shit? Something like that. I mean, yeah, some some guys are smart. And you talk about these guys like Shaq. I mean, he still has endorsement deals. He I, does commercials and shit. I mean, I guarantee you I see Shaq more than I see my wife. Honest to God. He's on TV like every fucking five minutes. Yes, this is true. You got Shaq with the general. The right? general, yep. You got Shaq with the Shaq ache. Yeah, and huh? Shaq ache and stuff. Yeah, you get it. Yes. Uh, where else do you see Shaq? I'm, I'm, uh, I know I see Shaq five times a day. I saw a brand new product that he was hawking I, the right. other day, but I can't think right. of what it was now. I can't either. It hasn't been ingrained or indoctrinated enough for us to remember it, but soon. I want to say it was food-related, but I'm not sure if that's right. Have you tried an Impossible Burger or an Impossible any of that stuff? I have not yet. I'm curious, too. Our Burger King sells them, but I haven't tried it yet. I'm I'm curious, too, as well, actually. I looked on Amazon because, like, maybe I'll just order some Impossible Burger and have it delivered to the house. First of all, they're really fucking shockingly expensive. I just want to say that. Imp- which I guess impossibly I'm, expensive. Night, I see what you did there. That was nicely done. Thank Someone's you. on their A game tonight. You ate breakfast today, I can well, tell you. Lowercase a. But, uh, uh, and I thought I would just make something other than a hamburger. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because with a hamburger, it's it's kind of like cheating, I feel like, because, like, even a Whopper or whatever, it's like 90% things other than hamburger. You know what I mean? You got yeah. your lettuce and you got your ketchup and mayonnaise and tomatoes and onion and fucking bread. I mean. A lot of masking. Yeah, you almost could put like a piece of cardboard between two fucking Whopper buns and a piece of cheese and get I'm away sure with it. Some places do. I'm sure they do. I do cardboard burgers. That place is fucking awesome. But I have not tried one. But I would. I would be willing to. I would be willing. Now they have hot dogs and they have shrimp. I mean, they have like everything now. Impossible shrimp. Yeah, the weirdest thing was they actually boiled down real shrimp to put the shrimp flavor in. 
Wow, that's clever. That's <laughs> a win-win. It is a win-win. I mean, how do they do it? I, when I was reading this thing, and that was, I would say, the, the Impossible Burger's got great reviews on Amazon. Yeah, yeah, it does. And even some people, like, I guess they put beet juice in it, so if you don't cook it enough, it looks like it's fucking... It's got the juices. No, I think that's unnecessary. Now, I don't... Now, that's going to make me overcook every fucking Impossible Burger I ever get, <laughs> even though there's no way it's like blood in there. But it, it's still plant-based, right? Because they're also trying to work out how to make, like, grow actual meat in the lab from cells. But that's not the Impossible Burger, I don't think. Yeah, see, I thought they kind of – didn't that – wasn't that like a thing like 15 years ago that they were doing that? They were, like, growing meat, but they could do it, but I thought it wasn't – financially, it made zero sense. Well, I think it's it's making sense now because I remember it was just like two years ago there was some new company doing it. I forgot what they're called, and like one burger patty was like thirty thousand dollars to make. Right. I think but the that two was years possible burger. Two years later, the the same growing the same burger patty was only like two fifty. <laughs> That's how fast fucking technology is doing shit now. It's you know exponential. Yeah. <laughs> hey, now we figured out how to make it. Now make it cheaper. So they obviously they outsource most of the fucking hamburger to another country. They're not even using beef cells; they're just using immigrant cells. <laughs> Actually, what they're doing is they're outsourcing it to China, and China's just sending back regular hamburgers. It's like, yeah, we got we got it done. We know yeah, they're making them out of the organs they harvest from <laughs> all the people that are pressed. It's just prisoners, dude. It's not all the people there. Why do you got to say? So? Hey. If you've become a prisoner, if you've gone down that path, you've for, forfeited your right to being a human being. You really feel that way, Rufus? Amen. Now, a human being with organs or a human being without organs? Uh, either without. way. Without. How long do you think you could live without a certain organ? I guess it depends on the organ. Would uh, say a kidney. Ah, uh, one kidney, but no rejection drugs, no none of that stuff. Just like living without any kind of thing to make up for your one kidney. Probably on the amount of beer I drink, I wouldn't make it very long. I would have to cut back. Ooh, that would be a bummer. Tell me yeah. if you ever do that because I'm going low on the bush, uh, bush stocks. The Anheuser Bush stock will take a beat <laughs> that day. Okay. Okay. I wonder if you can get extra kidneys. You probably just like go in and be like, "Hey, I got a donor." You look up a donor online and just put one on ice. Yeah. No. Five grand for your kidney today. I'm not gonna have it implanted. I just want to put it next to Walt Disney's head for a couple of fucking years. But I wouldn't want to have it implanted. Or why can't I take out one kidney and add a second liver? There you go. Or just fucking get an external liver. And just wear it when you need it. If you have a heavy drinking day, strap on your external liver and plug it in. Fuck it, I, Anheuser-Busch should make those. <laughs> they should at least make a gimmick one. <laughs> it, just, it pees out red beer. Oh, my God. <laughs> you think they would do that? Yeah, no. ever, ever, like after a couple of hard weeks of drinking, uh, go and be like, I can't believe I'm not pissing blood yet. Have you ever felt that way? Yeah, well, I felt like 
like I, I should be pissing blood, that's, and I'm I mean, amazed that it's not blood. That's yeah. exactly it's, what I'm saying. When you got like one of those really awful hangovers, and you're like, oh yeah, and then you start pissing, and you're like, geez, I've been on a fucking three month bender. I can't believe these things are still fucking working. And you're so dehydrated that it's like the color of mahogany. <laughs> Somehow it smells like peanut butter. Yeah, and it, it's got the consistency of it too. <laughs> Nothing like a nice burner first thing in the morning. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That'll get yeah. your day going. But nothing says, you know what, let's get over that by just a couple of cold beers. That's true. And you're like right back to where you need to be. Nothing yeah. wrong with that. Right back to normal. Right back to, I'm air quoting here, folks, normal. <laughs> right. Well, normal, normal for some. Normal, but not legal to drive. That's what I call normal. Well, yeah, I mean, some laws ought to be rethought, but okay. Right, yeah. You know, you see these people. I saw a guy the other day got in a crash who had three times the legal limit, right? Jesus. How did you even get that much beyond the legal limit? I'm sure that I have been three times the legal limit, except I didn't crash my car. I drove home perfectly fine. I mean, I, I may have been in my 20s. I can't imagine doing that now. Is, even though I like beer, I can't imagine. I call it quits whenever I just get tired. <laughs> I mean, that's your kidney telling you we don't have much time left. Yeah, when I can feel my kidney pressing against the back I, of my eyeballs. It's always interesting when you feel your liver pull when you're turning to the left. You're like, oh, there it is. There you are, buddy. There's the old buddy. <laughs> yeah. I can rest my arm on mine at success so far. That, aren't you? What? <laughs> One portion of me is. Well, yeah, your fatty liver. That's one step before cirrhosis, I think. I don't know. I didn't want to know. But uh, so tell me about your trip to Austin, Rufus. Rufus was in Austin, folks, and we're going to hear all about it. Uh, he ate at Snarky's. Snarky's? Snarks. Snarfs. 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 Right. It doesn't roll off the tongue. The, the trip was not a very austin trip. I mean, I was pretty much in my hotel most of the time. I did discover DoorDash, though, which will deliver food from pretty much anywhere. What is that? I hear, I see that. DoorDash is one. But then what is there's this, like, this thing that people are talking about? God, I can't even think what it is. Maybe it'll come to me. But it's like something I'm hearing, Postmate or Post something like that. Have you heard of this? No, I haven't heard of that. Like some way people are having, like, packages and stuff delivered. I'm like, I've never fucking heard of that. Isn't but that what the post office does? I've been seeing it around, and I'm like, oh, maybe that's the next big thing. Maybe we should endorse it. Well, I wanted some food delivered to the hotel, but I didn't want your typical – I don't want pizza or Chinese food. I was like, oh, what the fuck. And so that's how I found DoorDash, and they delivered from pretty much fucking anywhere. So I, I had them deliver snarfs really fucking good. And it's cool because you do DoorDash. You don't have to interact with the guy who brings your shit at all. You uh, you buy it, you check out, you add whatever tip you want, and then it shows you a map, and you can see the guy's car going to the place and then leaving the place and coming to you. You can watch him the whole fucking time. Did you make sure he didn't pee-pee in it? Yes. <laughs> they need to put a – they want me to order from that place. They need to put a camera in that fucking car or in that bag of food. There's our fucking gimmick. We put the camera in the bag of food. You can watch the top of the bag and drinks all the way to the destination. Then when he drops it off at your door, he takes the camera out and leaves. I was alarmed the outside of the bag was damp. <laughs> was it? What yeah. Did you smell it? Was it colorful damp or just damp damp? 
Was it damp and sticky or just damp, I guess? It had an opalish hue. <laughs> I'm not sure what that means, but it can't be good. It was translucent and creamy. So Snarf's packed on the meat, though, it sounds like, or were you just, like, in an extra hungry mood? No, it was really good. It was really good. I, I got to say, dude, I don't know what the fuck's happened. I cannot find a good Italian sandwich on this fucking planet. The, uh, the last time I had a really good Italian sandwich was in Chicago for Tenacious D. Right. We went to a legit place and got one. We actually got, like, four and ended up taking them to the airport. But fucking Tucci Subs is off the map now. What in the world? What I mean, really? He just keeps slicing it thinner and thinner? I don't know. I mean, it didn't even cross my mind this time because the last time I was there, I got two. I was so excited because it was the first time I'd been to Austin in a while. So I went and I ordered two Italian gourmets. Oh, his version is the gourmet time. Italian, which is supposed to be the biggest one that has everything on it. Right. And it was – the bread was good because it's made by a – But the meat was so fucking thin and non-existent, and even the vegetables was skimpy. It's like I was eating mostly bread. So it was like Suckway. But, I mean, I it's like Suckway has stepped it up a notch, right? Their meat's not as thin as it used to be. No, that's true. The only thing that sucks in Subway, honestly, is the bread. That's what I was going to say. Everything else would be fine. This is true. Yeah. They really need to step up their bread game. First of all, when someone, when your bread smells like a fucking disinfectant, you ever walk into Subway and Subway has that smell. Yeah. Right? My smell at my fucking perfect sandwich shop is not the smell that you get when you walk into a Subway. Not even. They used to pride themselves on the bread. Remember, that was the whole deal. They had a whole sign that said it's the bread. They have that oven behind it where they put in the little rolls and they yeah. bake up. I don't get it. It should be good. It should be good bread. The problem is, I think they need the bread to cook too fast. First of all, right? I think you're right. And then not only that, they also put like something that goes in yoga mats in their bread, if I recall correctly, right? Oh, they did get busted on their chicken because it's only fifty percent chicken. So I mean, it's got its problems, but I would say. If I'm an undercover boss, you know what? I, they should do a show called Undercover Employee, where we go to places, we work there for a day, we call the boss and tell them what's wrong with their fucking product. Dude, that'd be set up. Count me in, man. That'd be a great okay, that'd be awesome show. I mean, honestly, people would watch that. I think. Okay. You really could bring constructive things to a, a business. I think they get. I think you could. You don't get, especially if you were wearing a camera somewhere on yourself. Oh but yeah. You, I I first thing I would say is it's the bread. What are you What are you doing? You have a fucking fifty thousand stores. Fix the bread and fucking conquer the goddamn market. The bread is so soft and spongy. Yeah, I don't. I don't get it. I don't get it either. I mean, I understand that a lot of people don't have hard teeth, right? <laughs> they should invent like a, they already did. They got a wrap. So for the people that don't have good teeth that can't bite into a nice chewy, crusty piece of bread, get a wrap. For the I, don't know. I think they have gotten better on like having thicker meats and even piling on more stuff. Right. But ultimately, it's it's still just kind of bland in the middle of the road. It is, but the bread does not help. No, no it, I think it, it's distracting from everything else. Seriously, most of the time. How is it possible? 
they must buy like fucking the G quality sliced tomatoes, right? Because how could every tomato piece be an end of a tomato? I've never fucking heard of it. Same thing in fucking if you go to Burger King. Have you ever noticed? Dude, I eat at Burger King maybe three times a year, okay? Uh-huh. It's not that I don't like Burger King. I just never go there. There's not one close. But every time I go there and get a sandwich, I get my sandwiches deluxe, which is lettuce, tomato, mayonnaise, usually add some onion. That's how I like it. I get the fucking end of a tomato every fucking time, dude. Every time. I mean, I even told my wife like a couple months ago, I'm like, how is this possible? I'm getting a tomato end every time I eat at fucking Burger King. And I thought, they're just buying boxes of ends. They are. They are. They're buying boxes of ends from, like, the Ragu Corporation. Yeah, exactly. Because not even is it just an end. It's an end with a hole in it, but it's fucking half green. (laughs) Yes, half green and crunchy. And you're like, yeah. If I wanted a fucking cucumber on my sandwich, I would have ordered it. Got some of that woody stem in it. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Well, no, it, it just had the hole where the scooper took out the fucking... You know what I'm talking about? That yeah. hole right there. I just don't know how it's possible. I'm going to go to Burger King, and I'm going to video it with my phone and see if I can just pick off the bun and fucking get an end. Just like Burger King roulette. I bet you will. I, I hope that I will, because otherwise the bit would really suck. What or I, like... <laughs> I just keep going until I get one with an end on it, or I just fix it. I just I put an end on one, act like I'm unwrapping it. That's what I was going to say. Keep some tomato ends in your pocket. Problem is, dude, we ate out the other night, my wife, myself, and my daughter, at, where did we go? We went to Wendy's. Okay. 30 bucks to eat at fucking Wendy's for three people. What? Why? How is that fucking possible? To to ask it, I don't know. I was like, what? Well, I mean, a Frosty, we got one Frosty. Okay, that's probably four bucks, I guess. But, yeah, it was 30, 30 bucks and 52 cents. Dude, we go to a kick-ass Mexican food restaurant here. We get out for less than 25 bucks, and it comes with free soft-serve ice cream. Yeah, well, and that's crazy because we ate at a Mexican place last night, and for three of us, it was like 20 bucks. And we were fucking stuffed full of chips, and I had a taco left over for today. Fucking A. A taco Mexicano, Rufus. Ooh, the best kind of taco. Up here, I mean, I don't know if it's the same down there, because I, when I lived in Texas, I felt like if you went to a place... Oh, no, that was Taco Americanos. It's like with lettuce, cheese, and tomato. Ah. Right? But here yeah. at Taco Mexicanos is just uh, Authentic. onions. And, yeah, onions and uh, cilantro. cilantro. And I didn't used to like cilantro, but now I like it a lot. I do, too. I like coriander, too. They're the same thing, aren't they? Yes, they are. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to trick me, though. I appreciate it. I was. You didn't fall into my trap. You think I am. I just look stupid. I did have uh, – the other thing I had DoorDash to me was uh, I've always wanted to try, like, real ramen, not like – Oh, yeah, like – like yeah, like from a serious ramen place. From like, yeah. I, I feel that. Yeah, sure. And so I had that delivered, and I, I actually got some extra noodles, and god damn, it was fucking good, dude. And it came with, like, this slab of, like, grilled seared uh, pork belly, and it didn't have the egg, but it had, like, a, some broccoli and some, like, chives in it and the miso and shit. And with my extra noodles, man, I'm a fan of the ramen. I'm, I'm a fan of just the ramen out of the bag. You know where I had good ramen? Really good. Oh, my daughter has, has uh, she's figured out ramen now. She's eating ramen sometimes here. Amen. And I've been trying to get her to try it with a potato or yep. with an egg. She won't do it. 
She's a ramen purist right now. A ramen purist. My yeah. Goodness. So, you know what's funny is my wife got her this cool fucking bowl, like an oriental-looking bowl and some chopsticks. Cool, yeah. She eats it out of that. It's actually, it's cool. I felt I felt like less of a man. Like, <laughs> I'm not cool. Now I'm just old. Well, I, ate mine, I, I ate mine out of the fucking styrofoam cup. Dude, whenever I used to run that labor hall, these guys, I would look out there, and they'd be eating ramen dry out of the bag. We tried ramen dry out of the bag on the show. Oh, that's right. We did, and it wasn't too bad. It really wasn't. We put the powder on it. You know what I would say? If you were ever in a pinch, dude, you could just get some hot water and mix the ramen in your mouth. God damn, yeah, you could. Well, there you go. We Now we're just going to load up on the ramen for the apocalypse, and we'll be good. <laughs> We need to create like ramen bites or something where it's. Oh uh, my god, you're right. Where you just throw one in. Yeah. Oh my god, it's like jerky. The jerky version <laughs> of ramen. Just a mouthful of ramen. Mmm. I'm telling you, you could, sell, dude. I guarantee we could sell chocolate covered ramen bites. Fucking a, we could. Be better than Rice Krispie treats. We should try to make some. It's it gotta be easy. I would eat it. That's sad. I would eat that. Not sad. It's ingenious. Are you sure that's not sad? And it well, might feel like it's sad. If that's all you eat, that's sad. <laughs> what if it is? Then that's sad. What I'll ask you to make a famous dude is get a fucking ramen bite on a spaceship. And we're fucking open. <laughs> okay, I'll get right on that. Remember Tang? Remember when the astronauts drank Tang? <laughs> dude, I remember that sh- remember that show Married with Children. <laughs> they were so fucking poor that Al was making a tang sandwich. <laughs> it was just bread with tang powder on it. <laughs> now, you know what? We might have to try that on the show. We might have to. He called it a tangwich. <laughs> Did he call it a tangwich or you called it a tangwich? No, he called it a tangwich. Looks like I, I love Al Bundy. Very oh, characters hey. are written as well as fucking Al Bundy. And you know what? Uh, Ed, that's his name, right? Ed, what is his last name? Ed, shit, I forgot, but yeah, his first name's Ed. He is the perfect character for that. Oh, totally, dude. Nobody else could have played that character. No. Well, then, have succeeded. his coup is, and you see him on Modern Family, is Jay. He's almost kind of still like uh, yeah. like he was on the Bundies. Yeah, he's like but a modern he's version. Like richer. He just has money now. Right. But he's still got the same attitude. God bless them for doing that for him. Ed O'Neill. Ed O'Neill. Ed O'Neill. That's it. So, Snarfs was all loaded up with meat, and the bread was not soft? No, it wasn't. It was uh, had the, the crispy crunchiness on the outside and, mm. you know, kind of soft in the middle. It was a legit fucking sandwich compared to everything else I've had in, in Austin, at least. But it's a, I mean, and you know a sandwich at Tucci's is fucking 20 bucks, probably. Yeah, because when I was there, they still had. I mean, there were, there was one of the guys just slicing meat, and it was boar's head, but they're just skimping on it, you know. I guess. I know. I think someone would rather have a decent slab of meat. Now, I mean, I don't mean a thick slab, but something we would just do it as big as a dime, right? Wasn't that what we had to do? Yeah, I was thinking about that the other day. We used to fish filthy ass fucking dimes <laughs> out of our nasty pockets. <laughs> <laughs> And not wash our hands and just keep uh, going. Time to wash your hands. Fuck no, never. I don't, the good best thing about that job was we didn't wear gloves. 
I mean, I would have. I don't think I could have done that job if I would have had to wear gloves to make every sandwich. The the last time I was there, they were wearing gloves. But you know what? I don't appreciate that people are wearing gloves that aren't me. But I know that my hands are clean. But I don't want other people touching my shit. But they need to trust me that I'm clean. Well, they were wearing gloves the last time I was at Southside Subs, but they might as well have not been. I mean, the guy was like getting money and counting it with right. gloves, gloves, you know? Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, that were they the rubber gloves or were they the plastic one-use jobs? Just the cheapo plastic one-use uh, jobs. Jesus, this fucking place already. So, oh. but I, like I said, I think someone would rather have a fucking no-name piece of salami that's as thick as a dime than a piece of boar's head that you could fucking read the paper through. Yeah. Amen. Amen, brother. We did it. We already fixed Tucci's. Next. <laughs> Next. We don't even have to go undercover there. We already did that one. We already knew everything that's wrong with that place. I know. And it wasn't really wrong back then. It's just wrong no, no, now. It's like, it's like one of those things that was perfect the way it was. Why start adjusting things? You know what I mean? But But there's no money in lost business. You know what I mean? If it doesn't make dollars, it doesn't make sense, Rufus. Ooh. Who said that, B.T. Barnum? I don't know. I thought I made it up, but apparently I didn't because I Googled it. What do you do? I'm finding out that a lot of people have uh, as good ideas as me, but there's the weird is I have all the good ideas. Those people just have one apiece, and it's the same one that matches up with mine. It's true. You're a fountain of good ideas. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I am. I'm a geyser, a volcano of ideas. <laughs> Your your guys are you're, you're constantly squirting out good ideas. Hey, I just had an idea right before the show for a marijuana rebreather, right? <laughs> what? Think about it, dude. They, when you when you take in pot smoke, right? Sure. Holding it in doesn't make you any more high, okay? Right. But breathing out and then breathing back in a little bit at a time increases your ingestion of the smoke because it's opening up the alveoli in your lungs. I did not know that. So I was thinking during while I was getting ready to do the show, I was like, you know, blowing out the smoke from the joint I was smoking. And I was like, man, too bad you just can't capture that smoke and smoke it again. And I thought, all right, now you just get a little thing and bring yeah. a bag a couple of fucking times, get a nifty name, and you're fucking, now you've, you've increased people's pot, I guess, efficiencies by like 50%. Couldn't you just test it with like a mask from Lowe's or something? Yeah, I mean, I would just take a fucking plastic bag. Blow it in the plastic bag. There you go. You know. Uh, do you run the risk of getting carbon dioxide poisoning? Well, I mean, that's why I'm saying you can take a break in between. You just don't have to huff it. Oh, okay. Highly unlikely that you would, I don't think. I mean, you would pass mm -hmm. out before you got poisoned. I don't know about that. <laughs> really? Prove oh. it. Go get a plastic bag and put it over your head and breathe for 10 minutes and tell me if it works or not. I'll do that to my son later. Okay. Yeah, let's get him out here. I got to I gotta stay conscious to take notes. Oh, that's true. That's true. Maybe you get your son and your wife to do it together. See who can last longer. Wow, a double study. I like that. For a double blind study, and then you can sit around with a blindfold on in case they start gasping and going scared <laughs> that you're not mentally scarred for life. Crank up some tunes in my headphones, put on a blindfold. Right. That's a double blind study. If I've ever you guys, seen. you guys, tell me when you're done with those bags on your head. <laughs> Let me know. Just shake me. <laughs> Text me, but I'll have these headphones and this blindfold on. <laughs> right. 
So, uh, well, now, see, I feel bad that we didn't go to Snarks when we were in St. Louis because it was right across from the, my second hotel there. Yeah, I, I remember I recognized Snarks when I was in Austin. I was like, why do I recognize that? And that's why. And I remember looking it up before I even got to uh, St. Louis. Was it St. Louis? Where the fuck was it? St. Louis, right? Yes, yes. With the arch. But uh, I don't know. It, it's it's tough to risk it. You're in a new town. You you don't want to fuck up your the few meals you have. You know, I didn't know what to expect. So I'm not disappointed we didn't go to Snarfs, but I'm happy that I eventually had it. Well, yeah, now you have something in your life that I don't have in mine, and that's unfortunate. Yes, and goddamn it was so good, dude. I wish you could have <laughs> that in your life. Uh, yep, I wish I could too, because a lot of people say it's good, but there's just no... You know what? When I go to Boulder, or when I go to Denver next week, maybe I'll find a Snarfs. I, I bet there's a Snarfs. It's kind of a cool, hip kind of deal, and Boulder's Sounds cool like hip. it. I mean, you were like pulling the full on Austin, dude. You had your pho, a bottle of pho, or ramen. or Is, is there a difference between pho and ramen? I don't know. I've never had pho. I don't know. I think it's the same thing. It's probably spicier because it's the Japanese version is pho and the Chinese version is ramen. Yeah, it's. I mean, all those people are the same anyway. (laughs) Well, have you ever been to like a Japanese restaurant? No, this came from a Japanese restaurant, but beyond that, I've never been to a Japanese restaurant. But they got all the same stuff as the Chinese restaurants usually, don't they? Like fried rice, I think is like one of their things. Fried rice, mugu gaipan. Come of some young guy. Yeah, ramen is is pretty much just lo mein, right? With more juice. You know what? I don't eat a lot of stuff off of a Chinese menu. I'll be honest with you, or a Japanese menu, I guess. I like like three things. Yeah, there's. We go out to lunch every Friday, and we go to this one place here. It's an Asian restaurant. But uh, beyond that, I I don't really do Asian food. So what do you get when you go? They have a lunch special that's goddamn ridiculous. I give them credit for the lunch special. They invented the lunch special, I think, because you get a lot of food for like six bucks. Dude, yeah, it's it's five fifty. Yeah, and a drink. It's fi- yeah, it's five fifty. We get the beef, the broccoli, a shitload of rice, an egg roll. Right. That's yeah, way more than than I I should eat. But I, I also get a small cup of uh, wonton soup because it's really Yeah, good. I was saying, where the place that I go to, you can get the soup for a dollar. You just add the soup for a buck. Yeah. I prefer hot and sour soup. Just so is there you- hot and sour is good, too? I usually get the wonton, though. This is what I usually do when I order to carry out, though. I get a, to a wonton, or not a wonton, a hot and sour soup to go. Mm-hmm. Right? And I don't eat it that night. All right? When I, I started this in Austin. At Wan Fu. Remember that there was a place called Wan Fu? I, I remember that. Oh, yes. By St. Edwards. I wonder if they're still open, Wan Fu. But uh, there was a place we went closer to home there in Austin. I used to get hung over a lot, but I can't remember the name of it. But I order the soup, and I save it, right? Yes. And then the next day, I take some white rice or uh-huh. fried rice. If I have it, I love fried rice better, but usually there's no fried rice left. And I put it in the soup, right? And I yeah. warm the soup up. And make Ooh. like a, a hot and sour stew, I would call it almost, Rufus. It sounds hearty. It, it's hearty. It sticks to your ribs good, but it's got that little bit of zing to get your nostrils cleared up. Yeah, I do like that zing. The weird thing about hot and sour soup is it's both hot and sour. Who would How do they do it? How, How do, they do, do they do it? it? How do they do it? I don't know. That Asian magic. 
And the clever name. I mean, how do you come up with a name that's so clever like hot and sour soup? I don't know. If I made something that was hot and sour, I'd have no fucking idea what to call it. Maybe that's why they just go with hot and sour. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Logical. I had a committee meeting and nobody had any ideas. You like, probably fuck. did have a committee meeting about it. Probably why it, they probably want to raise the fucking price now that they had a committee meeting about it. It'll be no longer be a dollar. It'll be like three dollars a bowl. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've seen the prices at all the Mexican restaurants or the Chinese restaurants go up because of the tariffs. I mean, that's been pretty obvious. Well, the price of cats have really gone up too. <laughs> Has it? Because I felt like they were going lower because people were laying off the Chinese food because of the tariffs. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. Do they actually get anything from China to make Chinese food? <laughs> I don't. Probably maybe fortune cookies, but I even doubt that. Hey, <laughs> try to stay with us, people. Yeah, we're taking you for a little mind ride here. No, they're not getting <laughs> China to make I'm Chinese not. food as far as I know. Other than labor, which is cheaper in China than it probably is here. Next labor is expensive. I don't think there's any Chinese people working in the Chinese food restaurant we go to. <clears throat> Where I live, they're Mexican guys. The honest to God truth. And obviously I have no problem with that because I think Mexican people are the best fucking workers there ever was. They are. Can you imagine being a Mexican guy who works in a Chinese food restaurant? Oh. You eat nothing but badass shit all the fucking right. time. Either Mexican food or Chinese food. Right. I totally could dig that. I'm like, man, where do you keep the fucking – they need to just – if they would just introduce a Chinese taco or some shit to that fucking restaurant, they'd have it. They'd be, I'd be sad. I would have to never go anywhere else. Is an egg roll a Chinese taco? Ooh, could be. No, it's a Chinese chimichanga. <laughs> You're right. Chinese chimichanga. I mean, really, it is, don't you think? You're right. No, you're right. You know what I had not too long ago that I was surprised how good it was? And it sounds mm. gross. Spicy kimchi. I've never had kimchi, and Me it does either. sound gross. Either, and I saw it at the, at the store, and I'm just like, okay, why not? You know what I mean? But, Who cares? I wanted something spicy, and it said spicy, like in these big red letters. I'm like, I'll try this shit. Okay. It's, it's fucking good. Isn't it like rotten sour cabbage? It's not rotten cabbage. It is cabbage. It's cabbage and vinegar and this stuff with hot sauce, I guess. A little bit of sugar. It was good shit, dude. It really was. I could see how people would eat it. I would eat it from now on if they had it somewhere. I'd be like, yeah, give me some fucking kimchi. Well, what store was it? Just a local grocery store had it in one of their, uh, you know, they got like the international shelf. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, that's what happens when the double D smokes the J, right, and goes to the S and shops for M's. And he's something like kimchi. Ooh, yeah. kimchi. Yeah, I know. Sad, isn't it? <laughs> no, yes. You're exploring the culinary right. world for around you. Hours, I'll fucking, I'll try it for three bucks. Hell yeah. Would you have tried kimchi if not for? If I wasn't high. Right. I probably would, but I might not have thought about it. You know what I mean? I might have. That's been like, what I mean. It, it wouldn't have even been on your radar. If someone would stuff it in my face sometime, I probably would try. But I don't even, I don't even see it on a menu at a restaurant. Have you ever been to a Chinese restaurant that had kimchi or a Japanese restaurant? Dude, I've only ever heard the word kimchi on Food Network shows. <sighs> you know what it made me think of? Remember that guy, Ming Tsai? Oh, yeah. Yeah, on PBS. Right? One time, before you he... You can cook. Yeah. Well, remember you can, you can? He was awesome, dude. I was. I actually bought a couple of cleavers because of that guy. Wow. Remember how he used to chop up all that meat? You remember you talking about Yan Can Cook? Yeah, Yan Can Cook. <laughs> Right. 
That guy was awesome. See, these all these guys. There was a guy called Nick, Nick Stellino who had a cooking show on PBS, right? An Italian cooking show. Fucking great show. Man. Uh, Doc Pepin had a show on yep. PBS, right? I've cooking heard that guy. Right? I mean, a lot of these famous guys were on shows on PBS. I mean, PBS gave them the idea for the Food Network. There's mm-hmm. no doubt. Oh, yeah. Lydia's Kitchen. Lydia's Kitchen. I've got her cookbook, dude, and her video series. Kick ass. Man. I, too bad. You know what? I, I love something her show. I did, too. And But it, there's, I guess on the show, you see all the stuff that you would normally make. Because in the cookbooks, unfortunately, there's like a stuff that I would never make. You know what I mean? It's like oh, no. goat entrails with oyster, you know, eyeball sauce or shit like that, where they're just like, I understand that they're trying to show their cooking range or whatever, but no, make it useful. They're going to make it right. It's too, and I don't want things that are going to take three days to make, you know what I mean? No, I don't want anything to take three days to make. Yeah. And I don't want to make bread from scratch from scratch. When I was a kid, we used to go to my grandma's and make these things called, uh, what were they called? Like Gajadales or so there's like some Italian word, right? And it was we would my grandma would make all this pasta dough and you would take the chickadales, that's what they're called. You would take your hands, like your fingers, right, and put it mm-hmm. on a piece of uh of dough and roll it backwards, right? And make like a noodle with your fingers. Okay. And we would like me and all my cousins, I had twelve cousins, right? We would sit there for hours and hours just rolling these things, right? When my grandma's having a big party or something, like for all the family. And uh, they tasted so good when you cook them. But I swear to God, by the end of the day, after rolling those things, my fingers were like, I can remember them being sore. God. From rolling these things. Because I'm seriously, you would roll like probably a thousand of them. Jesus Christ. Did you have fun or was it like a chore? No, it was fun. No, it was fun. We goofed around. But, I mean, it was it was it's definitely a memory from childhood where I'm like, man, that is, that is weird that my fingers hurt from rolling a fucking noodle. Then you see these guys stretching those noodles out on the fucking cooking channel or whatever, those, like, Chinese guys who take one piece of dough and somehow make it into, like, fucking ten football fields of fucking <laughs> noodles. And you're like, what? How the fuck did he do that just by like, going, slapping it on the table and shit? They're fucking whipping it around, and it's yeah. like a fucking whirlwind of noodle and shit. Right. You're like, how is, first of all, how is that not breaking into a thousand fucking pieces? But, I mean, you just watch them do it, and they double it, and then they double it, and they double it. And before you know it, it's like fucking so many thin noodles. You're like, what? What happened? This is Ninja Wizards. I mean, it's that Asian thing. They just have a way of making everything. 3000 B.C. Yeah. It's it's like masonry. It's a lost art. The first recorded history of marijuana, China, 3500 B.C. Really? Yeah. How you like them apples? Wow. So it was uh, outlawed. Uh, no, I, I don't think it was outlawed. It was used. It was used in medicine for this. A lot of glaucoma and chronic pain. Back oh, then. it caused glaucoma. That's why they outlawed it. Yeah, it made and they, they've been using it so long that they now their eyes are permanently squinted. Oh, Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty evolution. clever. It was evolution. Yeah. Hey, look at my look at my eyes. Am I not looking like I'm Chinese right now? I got nothing wrong with Chinese eyes. First of all, tell me that <laughs> Chinese women aren't some of the most beautiful women ever. Dude, all of them. All of those oh. uh, Asian women are pretty much the best. I mean, I make fun of Asian women because secretly I'm jealous, dude. Like I said, when was the last time you saw like an Asian homeless person? 
<laughs> Fucking never. All right. I've never seen a, a, a homeless Asian person or a poor Asian person or an unattractive Asian, Asian person. Well put, Rufus. Well put. I like me some Asians. <laughs> you do. You love them, it sounds like to me. Funny thing is, behind every Asian person, there's a good Mexican person <laughs> doing all the work. Oh, wait, yeah. no, it's just the restaurant business. Yeah. Sorry, folks. Rip, double Z's trying here. I told you. Call a doctor. This show's sick. I didn't mean sick in a good way. I meant sick. <laughs> just really sick. It's politically incorrect. Politics. Fuck politics. I'm. We're done talking about politics forever. We're on the edge, cutting edge of uh, societal pop culture. We're evolution. just. I don't know. Like watching or being involved. I'm done with that political civil war Facebook page. Just so you know. That's why we keep missing the the fucking VIPs because we get so embroiled in politics. Right. <laughs> Next You're thing we know, it's like right. thirty minutes later. Well, and it, because the the problem is politics are so fucking ludicrous. They're just it's it. I mean, you think all right, you want to do employee uh, undercover employee? We need to start in fucking politics. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because that shit is broken. That shit is way fucking broken. The undercover crony. Yeah, undercover lobbyist. But that's what they do, and then they're like, oh, now we've got you on tape taking a blowjob from some lady we hired. Now you have to pass whatever bill we fucking want. <laughs> but uh, fucked up. The deal was with that, that political civil war Facebook page was like, the people on there have drank the fucking Kool-Aid, dude. And I'm talking about the Trump's words, because you can face them with facts, and they just they – just, they don't want to acknowledge it. I have not seen this page. Should I look at it or not? It's just going to anger you. You're just going to be like, first of all, you're going to be scared. Because these people, like every fucking nutso dude on this fucking Facebook page that's a right-wing Trump supporter has a picture of a fucking gun with an American <laughs> flag behind it. You know what I mean? For their fucking profile picture. And it's he, so I mean, sad. I was thinking about what you said the other day. I was thinking about what you said the other day, or I guess it was last show, about how it sure sucks that you can't wear an American flag anymore because everybody will assume that you're some fucking hardcore right-wing nut job. Instead of just being like, yeah, Instead of having cool. pride, I mean, what do you do to try to take back the American flag? I mean, honestly, it's been hijacked. I mean – it's crazy that hippies in Vietnam during the Vietnam era could wear the American flag yeah. because they were like, you Look know, that, America, fix it, fix it, right, fix it. But now if you wear it, you're like, oh, you're one of the good old boys. We need to start a fucking uh, apparel company that just uses upside down American flags, which is the sign of distress in America. Right? Now I'm talking. Now we're cooking <laughs> gas. Yes. We try that on our on our T-shirt page, and just to see what happens. We should. Why not? It doesn't cost anything. You, you don't have to pay. Do we have to pay for some kind of trademark of the American flag? Or not? <laughs> we got to pay the U.S. government. We got to pay Trump, <laughs> Trump to use the American flag. Flag. How sick is that? That is sad. I, okay, now I won't do it. I, you know what? I wonder if you could just change one star on the flag. No one would ever fucking notice, right? Unless they went to count. Like how many flags are up on the <laughs> save money that way too. Who the fucking count any day in anyway now? That's what I mean. Who has time? <sighs> if we want to steer clear of that shit, we need to invent an app 
that you point at a flag and you click it, and it automatically counts the stars and stripes to make sure it's within the boundaries of the American Republic. Oh, my God. <laughs> that um, sounds like something Trumpers would use, it though. It really does. I'm telling you. <laughs> you were desecrating the flag, boy. You didn't. You bought that flag in China, son. That ain't an American flag. <laughs> I can tell it's got this one stripe ain't right. I want to find out who makes Trump's American flags. I guarantee they're made in China. Oh, does he have his own American flag? Well, of course they're all no, made in China. Uh, his shit has fucking American flag on it. Like I said, he fucking single-handedly ruined the American flag. Where are American flags made? I mean, they've got to be – there's got to be like an official foreign like, There's probably one place in fucking United States where they're made. All right, here we go. American-made flags, highest quality USA-made flags. Imported from China. Well, they're made by imported Chinese people. <laughs> right, with imported textiles from China. Yes. And it, on an imported machine made in China, run by a Mexican guy in Mexico. How much, how much is an American flag made in America? All right, let's see. Uh, outdoor flags. I'm going to click outdoor flags. Is there another kind? Well, they got many different kinds. <laughs> I want to see what an indoor flag means. Please show me indoor flag. Well, they're just made to uh, not withstand wind. Right. So they just sit there limp. <laughs> you have a limp flag on the on your wall. They have a the picture is of a limp flag. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yes. That's what they should. That's the flag that. Uh, Holy shit! Have to use. All right. Uh, a three foot by five foot USA colonial flag set. Is 180 bucks. What is a flag set? I don't know. I'm confused by that because they only show one flag. Is it like the rope or the things that you hang the flag with? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's got the pole. Oh, it's all just pole. That sounds like a pretty good deal. Uh, this says includes three by five colonial Nile glow flag finished with flannel lined pole heading, mm-hmm. Velcro tabs, and golden yellow rayon fringe. Ooh. I'm going to tell you right now, I don't want my fucking $100 flag to have Velcro on it. It's an eight-foot pole. Eight-foot pole. Wait a minute. That means so this flag is three feet off the ground. Limp, that flag is hanging on the ground. What right? do you know? The, the, the pole's eight-foot tall. The flag right. is... Five feet. Yeah, so it's got a three-foot clearance. I don't see that flag blowing in the wind. It's an indoor flag. There's no. Oh, way. this is the indoor flag. Yes. <laughs> like in a courtroom. Right, right. So what we need to do? Let's invent a pole that goes out from the indoor flag that makes it look like a fucking flag instead of a wrinkled piece of fucking sock. You know what I mean? What? Why have a flag that just hangs to the fucking ground? Yeah, it does look like a piece of laundry. You just put yeah, on a flag. it's like a coat thrown on a fucking coat rack in the shape of a flag. All right. Let me look at the uh, – okay, here's the outdoor flag. Bulldog cotton U.S. flags. Fucking A. That's a bitchin' sounding thing. Fucking A. That even sounds American. Wow. Okay, two foot – let me look at the biggest one. Eight foot by 12 foot, 150 bucks. That's a pretty good-sized flag. Fucking A, it is. It doesn't come with a pole because you're supposed to raise it up. It's outdoor. Right. Oh, that's huge. 
Did you have, when I was a kid, we used to have to take the flag down at school. Did you ever do that? Yep, me too. There's like a special way to pull it up, which turns out, luckily, it's just like a giant paper football. Yep. Who knew? Who knew? But yeah, it used to be like a big deal to be the guy taking down the, or help take down the flag. The fun part was doing the up and down part of the flag, right? The oh, not yeah. fun part was having to fold the flag. Yeah, folding sucked. But yeah, the whole being like chosen to be, you know, a, a participating member of the ceremony was right. It was made, it made you feel good. I wonder if Trump has ever folded a flag, or is that just something that's beneath him? Uh, he's never folded anything. Right, except a couple of business. Bizzing. I was gonna say the same. <laughs> How do you fold a fucking casino where people don't expect anything? They're not, they're not, they come there to give you money and go home a degenerate. You know what I mean? They don't. How do you fail at that? You don't have to have good food or good service at a casino, but he failed. He failed where people expect zero from you. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's fucking mind-boggling. You go there to spend money and go home with degenerate. That's yeah. a great line. That's true. Hang on, I got to jot that down. That's the line of the day so far. I don't know. I went to the casino with my brother a couple of years ago, and man, it's a fucking it's a sad a casino. Is a sad place. There's no wonder they need a lot of bright lights and everything. Because if it was like regularly lit up there with regular carpet. And like regular lights turned on. Yeah. Walk through there, you'd be like, "What the fuck is going on here?" I've I've never been in a casino. I've been to a casino to see a concert, but not like in the casino part. Yeah, a casino is a very very sad sad place to watch. I mean, just these people feeding these machines. And first of all, how is a how is a digital slot machine not able to be fixed? I mean. I mean, I'm. It almost has to be right, because the so many alternatives can happen in these games, right? Where they have five things going up and down in the deal. Yeah. Some might never win. <clears throat> go hours and hours and hours and hours without winning it, because a computer can do yeah. Can, but then people won't play the machines then. You know what I mean? They want to see that win every once in a while. So I know that those things are fixed to let people win. They are. Actually, instead of lose. Yeah. They got to keep people enticed. So, like, every 1,500 spin, right. it, it goes ding, 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 ding. It might yeah. not be your machine, but you'll hear one go off and be like, ooh, I'll be next. Fun rush. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Then you read about these guys who've never gambled in their life, go into one of these places and pull a fucking slot machine one time in their whole fucking life and win, like, fucking $10 million. Fucking bastards. I hate those people. You ever watch that show, My Lottery Dream Home? Uh, I've seen a lottery show about people who won the lottery and just did stupid shit with their money, but I don't think that was it. No, that that's a different show. This one's about a guy named David. It's actually he's entertaining, but these people like win the lottery, okay, and then they go shopping for a new house. But I'll give this show this much credit: this guy David won't let these people get crazy. Right, he's not like go spend your twenty million dollars on a fucking uh, your dream home. Oh, he guides them. Most of these people only win like a million dollars. Okay, nothing, dude. That's nothing. Right, and they only collect. You collect half of half of what you get. So you spend a million dollars, you're getting like three hundred and fifty grand. Yeah. You know, so he's always like, so let's make sure we're looking in your budget, which means you're gonna have to pay taxes on this fucking house every year. 
You know what I mean? He doesn't. He, yep. I give him that much credit. He doesn't let these people get in over their fucking head. Well, good for him. I mean, look, I, if I won three hundred and fifty grand, I'd be happy as shit. But I'd also not be like, ooh, I made it. You know? Right. Yeah. You don't quit my job and get a mansion. Exactly. You know what I would do if I won three hundred fifty grand? I would invest in the next Hypersloth album, and then I would turn that three hundred fifty grand into three hundred fifty million grand. <clears throat> I'd be right there with you if you won that. Well, no, because I would hire the rest of the band. We would just be doing help. <laughs> We'd be supervising. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. We get a couple of Chinese and Mexican guys on that <laughs> fucking ASAP. We have creative control. The three hundred fifty grand. I would just put it away. I don't even think yeah, I would buy a fucking house. I already I mean, own just a house, right? I'm not gonna be like, right. oh, it's a bigger, better house because I won 350 grand in the lottery. No, me too. It's just going savings, and it'd be yeah. a little bit more peace of mind. That's all it would be. It wouldn't, you know, because in savings it collects basically zero fucking money. Unfortunately. Yeah. I mean, to make any money with a guy, you got to give him a fucking million dollars. You know. That's how they keep the one percent, the one percent. I think Rufus, they're the only people that fucking can make money investing. It takes money to make money. Yeah, and it takes more and more money every fucking year to make money. It it takes money to make any amount of money. That's right. what sucks. The deal is, it takes money to make money, but your money can't. It, it's not going to work for you unless you have a lot of money to make money. Right. It takes a I, shitload of money to make money. Right. Because I was looking at the interest I got paid on my checking account or whatever last year, which, I mean, I'm, I have a decent job. And I'm like, that's what I fucking made in interest? <laughs> it was like I paid more in fucking checking account fees right? than I made in interest. I mean, how sad is that? Fucking pathetic. It is pathetic. I'm pathetic. That's why. And that's not your fault. You're just only part of the 2%. Yeah, I'm a victim. I know. I'm the upper one. <laughs> The very bottom of the one percent. I'm the I'm the ninety eighty what ninety eight point nine percent. We should protest for all the bottom one percenters. I still think that our be last on the Google search is a viable fucking product. I was thinking about that in the shower the other day. Dude, Google's going down. So many people are just so fucking You're tired of this shit. Are you gonna take them out? Well, it won't be me, but it's gonna be a collective of fucking bullshit. People are tired of that. There's new Verizon just came out with their own search engine, and their whole gimmick is. We don't keep or monitor or do anything with your phone. You search and you leave, and that's fucking it. Because people are so tired of Google just keeping their data and selling it and oh, I'm like, marketing. You should tell that story when we go into the VIP about how when you went into that, was it a Dollar General, and picked up a fucking thing of baseball cards, then later you get a thing on your phone about fucking baseball cards for sale? How is that a... It happened to me with toilet seats once. <laughs> yeah, and it happens to me, and they're like, no, no, we're not doing anything. That's just all fucking coincidence. Bullshit. Right. Bullshit, that is a fucking coincidence. I was talking about toilet seats. I wasn't even looking at them or taking a picture or anything. I, this was back, geez, when, when we lived in Austin. There was a, a commercial that came out for like Home Depot or something. It was like, yeah, we need a new toilet seat. We should get a new toilet seat. Next day, ads for toilet seats all over my fucking phone. And that's, that is fucking 10 years ago. Or yeah. Was, that was like seven years ago that you lived in Austin. In 2012. Right. So, I mean, imagine what the technology is like now. 
<laughs> Crazy stuff. Well, we're going to do the hot sauce challenge and some Jeopardy in the VIP part of the show, folks. So please stick around. This is the double D in case you don't. But if you don't, you're going to miss the best part of the show, which it'd be fucking crazy because the show has been amazing as usual so far. But uh, this is the double D ending the regular part of the show and going into the VIP. And that's the big uh, Rufus. Rufus. And we will check you out in the VIP. If I could ever find the into the VIP. Why do they put the show VIP at the very bottom? I guess I probably did that. All right, folks, check in the VIP. Back from the VIP or in the VIP. Me. Rufus, back. Dude, I just had a great idea. Not for this show because I'm not prepared, but yeah. for next show, I look yeah. over and here's a bark color for one of our dogs. Uh huh. I say we do some kind of bark color madness where we wear bark collars. I'm not wearing a bark collar. You don't want to get shocked for like I laughing hard? You wear a bark, bark collar. And I yell into the. Oh, you wouldn't even hear it though. That just makes the heart collar go off. Well, I'll put the speaker. I'll put it. There put you the go. Down by my. Uh, put it on your junk. Put the bark collar on your junk. Well, you might enjoy that. Never mind. I actually might put it on my taint. There you go. Taint nothing wrong with the taint. Stick one up my bum. <laughs> you know what's funny is taint is obviously a very. I guess a word for that, right? Because it taint your ass and taint your nutsack or whatever, right? Yes. That somehow people are considering that like a medical term now. That when people, if you were going to say your perineum, right, which is the technical term for that area, people would be like, "What?" And you were there, but yeah. like, oh, "I mean your taint." People be like, "Oh yeah, yeah, your taint. I know where your taint is. I have no idea what a perineum is." Well, of course. They don't teach it in school. I did not learn that in school. I did not learn taint in school, no. I didn't learn anything about the taint in school. Not even not even in the side of school that wasn't the book learning side. Not even in like no. the regular part of school. There's nothing about the taint or the perineum. It, you would have thought in, in health class you would have learned about the taint. I guess, but I mean that's an in-between area. I didn't really learn about armpits or – Really? You know, the back of my knee. We had like a real health class when I was – Mr. Ziegler was my teacher. He ended up marrying like a chick that's like 30 years younger than him too. I saw him at a – you know what? I saw him at the weirdest kind of restaurant. It was a restaurant where you put your meat in uh, like at your table. What do they call that? Fondue. It was a fondue restaurant. This guy sounds a little interesting to me. Yeah, he was weird. No, he was not – you know what? He had the best job ever. Why? Because – while we would do, like, gym, he was our health teacher, quote-unquote, gym teacher, right? Of course, yes, of course. And, uh, the most thing I remember Mr. Ziegler doing was sitting in behind his desk in the locker room reading the paper. Really? That was, like, what he did, yeah. Well, because, like, 10 minutes of gym, or even, like, more than that, probably 15 minutes of the whole gym class is spent changing your clothes. And that's how he likes it. Well, I know, because I don't think Mr. Ziegler went that way, because when I saw him at this restaurant, and I, this is, like, fucking... 20 years after I graduated high school, I saw him at this restaurant, Mr. Ziegler. And he remembered who I was, and I was like, hey, Mr. Ziegler. It's just, you know, it's just odd like that. 
And he's like, hey, how are you doing? I mean, he's like, this is my wife, Jenny, or whatever her name is. And she was like fucking, she was younger than me, I guarantee. Damn. That wow. was Dave, Mr. Ziggler, that, yeah. Yeah, I, what did you do? Mr. Ziggler, I see what you did there. Nicely played, sir. So I guess there is stuff that he's got a happy wiggler. <laughs> yeah, he did. He did after a while. Not that I would know, but I'm certain that some of the boys in the gym class found out about Mr. Ziggler. Sure. I mean, you got to learn about the tank somehow. Yeah, well, there was a little group of people that called themselves Ziggler's Wigglers. Oh, wait, it was Ziggler's Wrigglers. Just (laughs) trying to wriggle away from Mr. Ziggler. (laughs) Don't you wriggle away from me now. (laughs) Wriggle. I love that. I remember when you said wriggle on this fucking show like 10 years ago. What? Really? Wriggle? You did. Ever since I've been saying Wriggle, unfortunately. I'll have to bring it back. I've forgotten about Wriggle. You should bring it back. Mr. Mr. Ziegler brought it back. Let's say that. <laughs> I bet he did. It makes me Wriggle. <laughs> so are we going to do the hot sauce challenge? Because I'm really hoping that we get something way less hot than we got last week. Dude, I had a stomach ache for like two days, I swear. We to are, uh, we could potentially get an, uh, 11. an 11. I know. I know that. And I don't like the sound of that. I don't like the sound of that at all. Well, let's do it. I mean, hey, here's what it is. How many we got left? Three? Folks, just so you know, uh, Rufus and I are doing the Purebred Idiot Hot Sauce Roulette Challenge, and we've done how many now, Rufus? I mean, we've done a lot of these, so go back and listen to some past shows. We We did more than three. Two, three, four, five, six. We've done six. Oh, we we got six left. But we're saving the hottest one for the show finale. Boy, this is going to be rough. So you're going to spend tonight? I don't feel like spending. I, I spent the super hot one. If you fucking spend an 11, dude, we're going to have problems. That's all I can say. All right. I'll spend. I think I have some. And get that stupid thing even where it's all ripped up like mine is. Yeah, mine's all jacked up, too. I'm having to be careful. Okay, i got to take out. Somehow I think my wife cleaned up. So one, we've had one, right? Uh, we have. I'm taking that out. Guess it doesn't matter if I look at what numbers we got. We got five, four left, six left, um, ten left. Oh, I guess I can... Yeah, okay, that's what I got. Four, five. So we got, oh, man, dude. So last week was only a nine? Yeah. No, I thought that last week was ten for some reason. No, no. Oh, no, no, I'm really bummed out because I thought we had more cooler ones than we had hot ones to choose from. I mean, we still do, but eh, the odds aren't quite as good as I had thought they were. No, they're against us. All right, I'm going to spin. I don't like the way that stops so fast. What happened there? Did you use your finger? No, it's still getting up. It landed on a blank spot. I think it spins pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Surprising when it gets to go. All right, blank spot. Here we go. Four. Four. I can do a four. Hell yeah! Are you telling the truth? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Wait, wait. Just for the happy, a hyper soft happy hour twist. Let's do the one that's on the other end of the arrow. It's blank. Ah, damn it! I kind of knew it was blank. That's why I said that. Well, the, the one next to it's a five anyway, so even if we cheated, it wouldn't be much. That's going to be baby work after last week. It is. You know, I'm almost disappointed. 
I don't know if I would go that far. Like I said, I got a trip coming to coming up for fucking Denver. I don't want to be shitting blood on said trip. When are you headed out? You're headed out to uh, San Fran? Uh, Los Angeles and then San Fran. Will they be doing this at the Google headquarters, or where are you being deputized? No, it's at some office building in San Francisco, but our lawyers are in L.A., and they want to meet with me first, so I'll go to L.A. Oh, Rufus going to get a little coaching. They call that coaching, Rufus. I've already had some coaching. They're confident in my abilities. Are they? How many cocktails are you supposed to have before you go in? Do they tell you how to loosen up? You know what I found helps with, like, confidence and shit? It's just not giving a fuck. Like, I, I really don't give a fuck how this turns out. So. <laughs> right. I mean, you know what? That's their deal, not your deal. Yeah. If this thing goes out great, you're not going to get some big fat bonus, are you? No, I, don't, I really don't give a fuck. I mean, they're not going to be like, Rufus, you did such a good job. Here's 20 grand. Is there a possibility they would do that? Right. So you think if they were smart, they would say, Rufus, if this goes over great, there will be something in it for you. But they're not smart enough to do that. Uh, Google's been up to some shenanigans. I ain't going to lie. It'd be nice All to right. pension. I hear you. But honestly, just in the big picture, 20 years from now, I'm not going to give a fuck. So why give a fuck now? Yeah. Why get stressed about it now? I'm not. You know what? I felt this was the deal with that fucking website. That shit was stressing me out. Right? Watching CNN stresses me out because I'm like, yeah. they're fucking getting away with shit now. You know what I mean? Yeah. 20 years ago, they would be fucking hanging people for this shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, no, no. It's like, eh, I don't care. I don't care. You know, the, probably the most disturbing thing to me is that these people on this website, Political Civil War on Facebook, folks, if you want to check out a bunch of freaks or you're a freak yourself, 425, uh, call us up, 646-668-8826. Uh, you can't because we're not live right now, but all right. Anyway, check that out because these people in there don't care that Donald Trump said it. While he, he basically, right before he's in office, set up that Trump Foundation, right? A Trump Foundation charity. And he took the money from the charity and paid off those hookers and paid <laughs> off six bills and bought a $60,000 portrait of himself, Okay. Who the fuck does that shit? He got caught, okay? And I can't believe this isn't on the front page of this because it's on the New York Attorney General's website. He got caught. They made him pay $2 million to legitimate charities for the money that he took. Uh He's forbidden from ever serving on a charity board ever again. His kids had to go in and take some kind of fucking classes in what not to do. I mean, this is all true. This is the settlement. And they can't be on the boards of any fucking charities anymore. And people are like, oh, he's legit. If his name was Guido and he fucking did that, dude, this guy would be- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, am I joking? No, you're not joking. It's just, it's, just so, it's just funny to me now. I mean, because what the fuck? I know. So there is no rule of law. So I'm done with it. I'm done. I'll vote. I'll do my thing. I don't know what else I can do. There's just too many fucking nuts out there. I don't know. All we can do now is have some hot sauce and play some Jeopardy. We're getting to the hot sauce, Rufus. You and your precious hot sauce. I'm trying to change the world here. You're worried about hot sauce. You can't change the world. Uh, don't say that. Hypersloth will change the world. That was when we got back into this radio show six years ago and back into the band, we decided to change the world. Yes, it's taken a little longer than we thought, but it will get done. 
We yes, need to work but- on our songs, dude. I got this song that I'm going to send to you. Last night I was going to record. Listen to the fucking weirdest thing. I, then we'll do the hot sauce. But I want to hear. I want you to hear this in case you're having this trouble with your garage band. Mm-hmm. Alien garage band, right? Ever since I upgraded to 10.34. Sure. When I would play back, hold on. Is that garage band 10.34? Yes. Yes. When I would play back, I would get this static, and then I'd get this thing that would pop up, and it would say, MIDI output exceeding whatever at 42 point or 41.777 kHz. So you know what, you know how all this megahertz, whatever all that shit goes in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's happening every time, and, and everything I would listen back would be staticky, or if I try to record something, it would be like staticky. And it was freaking me out, and it's been going on for like a month. So last night I'm looking online, and I've looked online for like the last month to try to figure out what's going on here. Yeah. And finally some guy is like, turn off your – he's like, I don't know why this works, but it worked for me. Turn off your Wi-Fi or your blue what? Wi-Fi. Yeah. And so I turned off my Wi-Fi. Fucking worked like a charm. What the then. fuck is – that makes no sense. No, it's like some oversight, I guess, by GarageBand for, to some computers. You know, I mean, I've got – what. 20 gigs of fucking RAM in this thing or whatever. I wonder if it's because the latest version of GarageBand is expecting you to be running Catalina. Well, I think what they did is they took a bunch of shit out that works with, um, that was working with brands that weren't Apple, Mm. right? So they got rid of that shit. So people that have spent thousands of dollars on fucking shit are going ape shit. You know, I mean, it's bullshit, I think. You know? Yeah. Bullshit on Apple's part. Apple's turning into like everybody else now. I mean, it's just a big money grab. They are. They are. They're but, uh, that their shit is better because if it wasn't, they'd really be in trouble. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, really, that's all that. That's all they bring to the table now. I mean, my 2012 is fucking amazing. But from what I hear, all the newer ones are. They're just really cutting good. They're becoming the Tucci Southside subs of computers. Cut the meat thinner. Cut it thin. You know what I mean? Pretty soon, Mm -hmm. like, Kimber wears no clothes about meat on your Tucci sub. It'll just have (laughs) meat. They'll sit there and say, well, I I was slicing the meat, and I put it on there, so it's got to be on there. Yeah, the bread's meat-flavored. Can't you taste it? It's fucking boar's head. Boar's head meat. Oh, only the finest people with the finest taste can taste the boar's head on this sandwich. Jesus Christ. It's just such a flavor. You know who needs to do that? Uh, Carbonaro. Do a thing where he convinces people that they can taste, like, the fucking flavors on the on the sandwich. You know what I mean? He can fucking like he, do he, it, like, too. They're, they're convinced that they don't see it or don't taste it. He opens the sandwich, and all the meat is on there. And he he'd be can like, do oh, it. Fuck, you can't taste it. Or have him put on some glasses where then they can, like, see the meat on the sandwich. <laughs> that motherfucker. He's one of those guys that I like him so much that I, I'm mad at him. Yeah. He's too like, good at what he does. Too good. Too fucking good. Yes. Did you see him on, like, one of the Today shows? Was he on Hoda and Kathy Lee? I didn't see him on that, no. It just went right over their fucking heads, man. They didn't fuck. They're so dense, they didn't even fucking get it. I can't imagine anything I, going I, over I, Kathy Lee's like, head. Because it seemed like he was struggling but the problem was they weren't fucking getting it. Oh, so dumb. I know. It was shocking. It was absolutely shocking. And I felt bad for him. You know what I mean? Because I'm sure everybody like, we went over like a flub because they didn't even understand. All right. Let me plug in the old Alexia L. Jackson here. All the, the uh, battle axe. 
battle Alexia. Let's see how many times she can screw up tonight with when we try to get the Jeopardy started. All right, Alexa, play Jeopardy. Hot Sauce Jeopardy with Zigzag and Rufus. Episode 341. Welcome to Jeopardy. You know what? I didn't. I should have plugged it in earlier, but I didn't because it kept fucking like listening to me before. <laughs> creepy. It is creepy. It's fucking creepy. So now she's loading and all that good shit. What would happen? I don't even want to say what would happen and, and, and follow this up, but what would happen if just you and I talking, we started talking about assassinating a certain important person in the world? That's a very good question. You know what? And I was afraid to even discuss, like, say, that the, the, I'm convinced this, dude, honestly. The only way these people that are in love with Trump are going to get over Trump is if he fucking dies. Right? And I don't mean, like, is killed. I mean, he could have a heart attack or get hit by a bus or whatever. Yeah. These people are committed to this fucking jack-off in the fucking oddest way ever. So you much, know what? It, it just makes no sense. You know what's at least a silver lining is there's really not even in, in the Republican Party there's not anyone as fucking nuts as him. You're right. You know, so even if exactly right. you know if, if he gets ousted from this impeachment or he croaks or whatever, even whoever comes in, yeah, he'd be a Republican, but at least he'll be the same old kind of shit and not just this lunatic. Right. I mean, hopefully someone that would want to align us with the rest of the country on the earth. At least, you know what I mean. He, he's made enemies out of fucking countries that were our best friends for like fucking hundreds of years. Well, if he's in peace, it'd be Pence, right? Would have to step in. Yeah, and he's a fucking nut job in his own right. But I mean, you don't hear from him because he's, you know, all he is to Trump is a yes man. He's yeah. not, you know, like when Biden was vice president, you know, Obama might have sought his counsel for some things. Trump's not seeking anyone's fucking counsel. Fuck no, dude. He's just, <laughs> I mean, he's just tweeting. Right. He's a, he's a tweaker. All right. I'm already here. Alexa, play Jeopardy. This is Jeopardy. For and now, only a week after host, for Alex Rebeck. Thanks, Johnny. And welcome, players. You can play Team Jeopardy or catch up on the clues from this week. Which would you like to play? Catch up. Oh, that was a big swig. You have all five days to play from the past week. Do you want to catch up on the clues from Monday? Yeah, that's it. Players, let's go to work. You know, we never never did read the ingredients from last week's show. Our first Jeopardy category is recognizing the country. You can recognize Uh. the European country. By its distinctive boot shape. What is Italy? Correct. Our next category well is done, beauty sir. brands. Take an E off the end of a word describing a forward-looking person to get this brand known for its three-step anti-acne kit. Repeat the question. Again, the category is beauty brands. Take an E off the end of a word describing a forward-looking person to get this brand known for its three-step anti-acne kit. We're too old for this question? We don't have any catch-up clues to play on Monday. You can only catch up on the current week's clues. Please respond in the form of a question, starting with phrases like, who is or what is. 
What is proactive? Yes. Nice. Our third Jeopardy category is Glossary of History. Predominant in medieval Europe, this political system saw lords grant pieces of land known as fiefs to vassals. What is feudalism? Yes, that's correct. Fucking brain. The next category is horror films. Oh, this is all you. Naomi Watts plays a journalist who investigates a deadly videotape in this 2002 film. Repeat the question. Again, the category is horror films. No. Naomi Watts plays a journalist who investigates a deadly videotape in this 2002 film. What is the grudge? That's not it. The correct response was what is the ring? Oh, The second category is the television will be revolutionized. Damn it. Viewers can enjoy deeper contrast and a wider spectrum of colors thanks to OLEDs, organic light emitting these. What is diodes? Correct. Your sixth Jeopardy category is that some ending. The response ends with S, O, M, E. Meghan Markle's friend Jessica Mulroney clapped back at a critic who called her wardrobe this weary word. Repeat the question. Again, the category is that some ending. Meghan Markle's friend Jessica Mulroney clapped I'm back ending. at a critic who called her wardrobe this weary word. What is loathsome? What is the category? That's not the correct response was what is tiresome. Oh, Let's move on to double jeopardy. Today's seventh Jeopardy category is Starkitect. Frank Gehry's works include an L.A. concert hall named for this legendary filmmaker. Repeat the question. Again, the category is Starkitect. Frank Gehry's works include an L.A. concert hall named for this legendary filmmaker. Who is Hitchcock? No. The correct response was who is Walt Disney. Oh. Today's eighth category is Colonial America. From 1654 to 1657, Roger Williams served as president of this colony. What is Roanoke? No, that's incorrect. The correct response was what is Rhode Island? Today's ninth Jeopardy category is Tricky Clues. From the Latin for bookkeeper, it's a computer at an insurance company. What? Repeat the question. Again, the I category is Tricky Clues. From the Latin for bookkeeper, it's a computer at an insurance company. But it is an actuary? Yes, that's it. Wow. Is their pen went silent? Born in 1932, he got rich from a run of rabbit books before finding himself at rest in 2009. Repeat the question. Such a rabbit book. Again, the category is their pen went silent. Born in 1932, he got rich from a run of rabbit books before finding himself at rest in 2009. Who's that guy that they wanted to shoot in the space? Who is Hunter S. Thompson? Again, the category is their pen went silent. Born in 1932. Might be it. From a run of rabbit books before finding himself at rest in 2009. 
Who is Hunter S. Thompson? The correct response was who is John Updike? The story is water music. This crooner's discography is waterlogged with songs like Lazy River, Beyond the Sea, and Splish Splash. Who is Chubby Checker? That's not it. The correct response was who is Bobby Darren? Our last Jeffers category is our Linda How to fashion one of these into a half Windsor or a foreign hand. I know what that is. What is a tie? Yes, that's correct. All right, let's see how you did today. That's pretty good. You scored half the clues today. Yeah. You can mm. all today's clues in only Maybe five minutes and 25 the seconds. We do. <clears throat> I think so. To catch up on. Would you like to catch up on those clues? Yes. Get our adrenaline going. That's what I was going to say, and you're just fucking zoning in and not, you know, you're not. You're trying to not focus on the pain, so you're like, mm. Or you're just catch up on not letting that shit into your mind. You know what I mean? Just focus on that. Love playing Jeopardy every day? Uh, Please rate us on. to show your support. Come back tomorrow no, for Sports no, Jeopardy. Want to play another one? Yeah. Soft Jeopardy. It's fun. You might like questions yeah, today. Want to try it or pick from one of my many game categories? Play more Jeopardy? Okay. I have Jeopardy. Play new Jeopardy. Clues each weekday from categories that appear in that day's broadcast. Shout your response for an authentic Jeopardy. Experience. Do you want to try it? Yes, play Jeopardy. Sure, I have Jeopardy. Play new Jeopardy. Clues each weekday oh. from categories that appear in that day's broadcast. She's retarded. Shout your response for an authentic Jeopardy. Experience. Do you want to try it? Yes. Gotcha. Here's Jeopardy. Welcome back to what Jeopardy. You what is going on? Please. I don't know. Do you want to catch up on the clues from Tuesday? Yes. <laughs> Can you believe it? If I wanted to order a fucking pizza, it would be easier than that on this fucking thing. The first category is Anagram U.S. City. Any dot is an anagram of this Ohio city. What is Dayton? You're right. The second category is drawing yeah. quite the crowd. The 2019 edition of this football game drew 91,853 fans to Pasadena to watch the Buckeyes best the Huskies. What is the Super Bowl? No. The count. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. The response was what is the Rose Bowl? Rose Bowl, goddamn. The category is mythology. This Greek god of the underworld had a hell of a cap. It made whoever wore it invisible. Who is Hades? Yes. Nice. Oh TV shows based on books. <laughs> this Alice Haley novel was made into a miniseries in 1977 and 2016. What is Roots? Excellent. The next category is Let's Get Married. The Knot.com makes a case for not singling out the single people at a wedding with the traditional toss of the bouquet, and this. What is the garter? Good job. Your sixth category is now the exchange of vowels. The response is two words. Switch the E to an A in a church seat to get a part of a dog. What is a pew and a paw? 
Excellent. Wow. What's in store for the double Jeopardy Let's round. Let's do it, you little bitch. The next bitch. category is all stars. <laughs> At about twice the mass of the sun, Vega is the brightest star in this constellation, the heart. Repeat the question. Again, the category is all stars. At about twice the mass of the sun, Vega is the brightest star in this constellation, the heart. What is Sagittarius? Nah. No, that's incorrect. The correct response was what is Lyra? Nah. Our eighth Jeopardy category nah. is museum. Grant Woods American Gothic is parked in Grant Park at the Art Institute of this city. What is Chicago? Yes, that's Man, the category is foreign-born Oscar winners. Born uh. in the Canary Islands, he took home Best Supporting Actor for his work in No Country for Old Men. Repeat the question. Again, the category what is, is foreign-born Oscar oh, winners. I, I forgot. <laughs> he took home Best Supporting Actor for his work in No Country for Old Men. Who is Del Toro? <laughs> no, that's incorrect. The correct response was who is Javier Bardem. Oh, yeah. The 10th Jeopardy category is the 11th century. 1094 marks the first record of these canal-going boats in Venice. What are gondolas? Yes, that's it. The 11th Jeopardy The second line of this poem by Robert Frost is, I'm sorry I could not travel boat. Repeat the question. Again, the category is poem second line. The second line of this poem by Robert Frost is, I'm sorry I could not travel both. What is yonder fourth young gentle gentleman? <laughs> That's not it. The correct response was, what is the road not taken? Oh, my God. The last Jeopardy question triple B. Yonder the response fourth. includes the letter B three times. This cylindrical part of a sewing machine holds the lower thread. What is a bobbin? <laughs> Excellent. Let's see how you did. Jesus nice job. You got eight right out of 12. <laughs> Why are you making fun nice. of me doing Bob? You're in the top 91% of players for all time. You're so homey. Three days to play from this one week. More, like one more, bitch. One more. Yes, one more. I want to do better than that. There yes. are three days to catch up on. Would you like to catch up on those clues? Yes, we would, Alex, for 100. You're already a subscriber. With your Jeopardy subscription, you get six additional clues every day with Double Jeopardy, Ooh, as yeah. well as 12 Jeopardy clues on Saturdays and 12 Sports Jeopardy clues on Sundays. Welcome back okay. to That's Jeopardy. Really You've already idea. played all the available clues. Would you like to continue your earlier game? Yes. Let's see the clues for the Jeopardy round. What? Is it fucking up? Your first Jeopardy category is famous and historic women. What? The founder of the American Red Cross once worked as a recording clerk for the U.S. Patent Office, earning $1,400 a year. Who is Clara Barton? Correct. God damn. Easy as A, B, D. The response starts with A, ends with D, and has a B somewhere in between. Generally, this type of condensed dictionary has less information on word origin. What is abridged? Excellent. The category is 
Balsam, Fraser, and Douglas are types of this conifer. What is an evergreen? Sorry, the correct response was what is fur. The next Jeopardy category is literary mashups. Sweet Time is a mashup of these two works by Charles Dickens. Repeat the question. Again, the category is literary mashups. Sweet Time is a mashup of these two works by Charles Dickens. What is Oliver Twist and a Christmas Carol? That's not it. The correct response is what are Bleak House and Hard Time. Never even heard of Our sixth category is Team America. Carl Lewis soared into the record book by winning this event in four consecutive Olympics. What is the 100-yard dash? What? That's not it. The correct response was what is the long jump? Oh, I the next know. Oh, category is World Police. The flagship publication of the Australian Federal Police is named for this duck-billed creature. What is a platypus? Good job. All right. Let's move on now to yeah, the double jeopardy round. Let's move on. The seventh category is U.S. Representatives. Yeah. Debbie Mukarzel Powell and Debbie Wasserman Schultz represent this state. What is Rhode Island? No, that's incorrect. The correct response was what is Florida? The next category is composers. His comic opera, The Marriage of Figaro, premiered in Vienna on May 1st, 1786. Who is Tchaikovsky? Sorry, the correct response was who is Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart. Our category is what type of machine am I? The Keurig K Classic is the type of this machine. Repeat the question. Oh, you know, I got my cat. Ah! Sorry, the correct response was what is a coffee maker? They the cheated. The category is Netflix and chill. This arrested development star is chilling and not in a fun way, as Marty Bird on Ozark. Who is Jason Bateman? Oh, we got it. it. The correct response was who is Jason Bateman? We got that. Is border river. The Ganges straddles the border of India and this country to its east. What is China? No, that's incorrect. The correct response was what is Bangladesh? Our I last Jeopardy category is acronyms. The word posh was once thought to come from a phrase describing an ideal journey from England to India, poured out, this home. Repeat the question. Again, the category is backronym. The word posh was once thought to come from a phrase describing an ideal journey from England to India, poured out, this home. Poured out, this home, what? Makes no sense. You think they Again, could get the category is backronym. Right? The word posh was once thought to come from a phrase describing an ideal journey from England to India, poured out, this home. That's fucking dumb. Please respond in the form of a question, poured starting with phrases like, who is, or what is. Don't you think poured out this home? Yeah. What is Poshmark? No, the correct response was, what is starboard? 
All right, let's see today. You scored three correct out of 12 clues. I'd like to catch up on those clues. Can we do one more? Yeah, we got to redeem ourselves, at least to get four. Would you like to catch up on those clues? Yes. I'm going to have to smoke some more weed real quick. This is ridiculous. Let's get going. Not letting the coolness get into my bird right. Let's see how quick this shit works. Our first category is picture this. The response starts with the letter P. Picture the second-to-last letter in the Greek alphabet, and you'll see something resembling a pitchfork. What is theta? That's not it. The correct response was what is psi. Ah. The next category is weather. To the National Weather Service, its pellets of ice composed of frozen raindrops or partially melted snowflakes. What is sleet? You're right. Your third Jeopardy category is five-letter words. The leader of a marching band is known as a drumner. What is major? Correct. Our next Jeopardy category is coinage. Like Coca-Cola bottles at Christmas, Canada's $2 coin features this animal. What is polar bear? Yes, that's correct. Our fifth Jeopardy category is Park City. The largest wooded urban park in the U.S., Forest Park, is in this city, Oregon's most popular. What is Portland? Yes, that's correct. Our next Jeopardy category is Real People on Screen. This politician was played by Daryl Hammond on Saturday Night Live and Christian Bale in Vice. Who is Bill Clinton? Well, you can't. Sorry. The correct response was who is Dick Cheney. Ah, time for the Did double you know Jeopardy that? round. I was, I, 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 I knew the guy. I couldn't think of the name. In, America. in 1804, Lewis and Clark first set off from the city to explore up the Missouri River. Repeat the question. Again, the category is once upon a time in America. In 1804, Lewis and Clark first set off from the city to explore up the Missouri River. What is St. Louis? You're right. Your eighth category is rock opera. We thank this band very much for Mr. Roboto, a song from their rock opera concept album, Kilroy Was Here. Who is Six? Yes, that's it. The next Jeopardy category is fake common surname. Motley Crue drummer Tommy isn't from Hawaii, where this is the most common surname, but he has played there. What is Repeat the question. Again, the category is fake common surname. Motley Crue drummer Tommy isn't from Hawaii, where this is the most common surname, but he has played there. What is Lee? You're right. Oh, yeah, I guess Your next Jeopardy category is national spelling be winning words. You don't need to spell the response. This term for an egg white was the winning word in 1928. Repeat the question. Again, the category is national selling the winning word. This term for an egg white was the winning word in 1928. What is Olestin? No, the correct response was what is albumin? Albumin, I knew it was The category is myth and modern literature. In Wait, Jeanette Winterson reimagines the tale of this titan who was sentenced by Zeus 
to support the heavens. Who is Olympus? Oh, no. It's not it. The correct response was who is Atlas. Ah, both of us the are wrong. I knew it was by you. The blues of the water and sky blend together in his work. Impression, sunrise. Repeat the question. Again, the category is blue by you. The blues of the water and sky blend together in his work. Impression, sunrise. Who is Van Gogh? That's not it. The correct response was who is Claude Monet. Ah, that's the other guy. All righty. You got seven of twelve. Hey, about fifty percent, Rupnate. Would you like to catch up Should on Should we just play the last game? Might as well. Yes. There's just one day that you missed this week. Yes. Like to catch up on those clues? Yes. Let's see what's in store. Let us Jeopardy see Ryan. what's in store. The first Jeopardy category is bands, clans, and games. In the 1960s, the game of four rose to power during the Cultural Revolution in this country. What is Cuba? I don't no, the correct response was what is China? The second Jeopardy really? category is you burned my food. Boston Magazine's report on the burnt food craze included a torch bechamel meant to complement this deer meat. What is venison? Good job. Our next Jeopardy category is number that book. Fill in the blank with the correct number. The blank people you meet in heaven. Repeat the question. Again, the category is number that book. The blank people you meet in heaven. Three? What is three? What? No, that's incorrect. The correct response was what is five? What? Your category okay. is O. The letter O is in the exact middle of the response. Ooh. A chain attached to a pocket watch or a remote control for locking and unlocking a car. What is a fob? You're right. The category is money talk. In the U.S., his picture appears on a sawbuck. A sawbuck? Repeat the question. Please respond in the form of a question, starting with phrases like, who is or what is. Jefferson's on a 20. I thought a sawbuck was a 5. You need to respond in the form of a question, starting with, who is or what is. You can also say, repeat, or I don't know, to skip the clue. Who is Lincoln? Shit. The correct response was who is Alexander Hamilton. He is. I thought it was a 20, right? Is that a 20 or is that a 50? Tracy Ellis Ross narrates this latest spinoff of Blackish. What is Blacker-ish? I know. Again, the category is sitcom. Tracy Uh, Ellis Ross narrates this latest spinoff of Blackish. What is Nixish? You're right. It's time for your next six clues. <laughs> Our seventh category is north, south, east, west. This state boasts Mount Rushmore. What is South Dakota? Correct. The eighth category is a Broadway cast of characters. Sheila Bryant, Paul San Marco, and Cassie Ferguson are characters in this Broadway show. 
Repeat the question. Again, the category is a Broadway Damn cast man. of characters. Sheila Bryant, Paul San Marco, and Cassie Ferguson are characters in this Broadway show. What is Cats? Yeah. Got it. Is there another the correct show? response was what is a chorus line? Uh, the ninth category longer. is what's the big idea? From the Latin for clean slate, this concept popularized by John Locke says that our mind starts unformed. Repeat the question. Again, the category is what's the big idea? From the Latin for clean slate, this concept popularized by John Locke says that our mind starts unformed. Don't know. Don't know. What is don't know? <laughs> the correct response was what is tabula rasa? Oh, uh, yeah. Jeopardy hmm. category is nationality phrasing. The response includes a nationality. A typical recipe for this salad topper mixes mayonnaise, ketchup, pickles, and pimentos. What is Thousand Island? What was the question? French. The correct response was, what is Russian dressing? Russian. Your 11th category Which is, is Thousand Island. Briefly. Right. In March 1917, this U.S. president was inaugurated for the second time. Repeat the question. Again, the category is history, briefly. In March 1917, this U.S. president was inaugurated for the second time. Who is Roosevelt? That's not it. The correct response was who is Woodrow Wilson. Wilson. Oh, yeah. Deuteronomy's clean and unclean animals. Mm. After the owl was deemed unfit to eat, this unclean bird was mentioned. Sounds like Edward Hopper has another for the diner. Repeat the question. The final category is Deuteronomy's clean and unclean animals. After the owl was deemed unfit to eat, this unclean bird was mentioned. Sounds like Edward Hopper has another for the diner. What is a chicken? (laughs) No, the correct response was what is a night hawk? Let's see how you did. Supposedly there's something we were. Who the fuck is going to know this shit? Correct today. That puts you at a lifetime total of 83 clues correct. You've already played all the clues this week. Take Jeopardy with you anywhere. Download Jeopardy. Curse you, Jeopardy. I'm mad at Jeopardy. Come back tomorrow for Sports Jeopardy. Like I said, they could do better if they could get her inflection right and the way she asked the questions. I mean, sometimes I feel like I can't even understand what she's saying. (laughs) 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 Do you get that too, or is that just me? No, no, I definitely get that. Okay, because I'm like, man, there's just something wrong with the way I'm hearing it. But I think sometimes when she's, like, supposed to be breaking up words, she puts them together. You know what yeah. I mean? Or she'll, like, wait between two words that need to be said right away together. I don't know. She just mixes me up sometimes. I'm blaming her. First of all, like I said before, why can't Alex ask, ask the question? Surely they can just do an Alex duplicate voice by now. Well, surely there's some guy on Fiverr who can... Oh my God! His voice. Right. We should start doing that. How long do you think before we got sued? Uh, pretty quick. You think so? Wonder how long. We should try to find out how long before someone would try to sue us. What you'd have to do? We can try it. You just but you, do you get warned or you just get sued? Yeah, you probably get a I cease and desist. Really get sued. I don't want to have to get a lawyer because I'm getting sued. What? 
if you don't care, don't get a lawyer. Just be like, I got to. You know what? I got sued. And let me tell you how I got sued. My, a guy owed my dad some money, right? Mm-hmm. And he wrote my dad a mortgage on his house. Okay? Okay. Then the guy went to the bank and got a mortgage on the house. And the bank wanted to foreclose on the guy's house, so they started suing me and my brother and sister, who were also on this mortgage with what? my dad, right? Because it was just, it, I mean, yeah, the guy owed my dad money, but so he gave him a mortgage house. But then the bank started suing us to get us to give up our part of the mortgage. Okay. Right? And they, I mean, it just ended up being a fucking mess. And it, you, I can, if I showed you the paperwork I got, because I made sure. The bank had to like send me papers every time they wanted to. They wanted to send everything electronically, right? But I was like, nope, I need the fucking papers. I need because I'm like, at least I'll get a couple bucks worth of paper and oh, yeah. out of them. Dude, I was for like a year. I was getting something in the mail every fucking day, every day. Jesus. Here, let me show you one right here. Let me find a good one. Oh, come on. I think I found a good one right now. Okay, here's one. Good God. Yeah. It's like fucking... It's just page after fucking page in this fucking thing. Jesus. It's everything. Just fucking bullshit paperwork. That I never read because it never fucking says anything different. Other than we're suing you because he owes you money, too. That's what it turned into. We had to get a lawyer. Can you believe that shit? That's how they bully people like that. And you know what? They ended up actually having to pay us 40 grand. Really? The mortgage my dad, the money my my dad loaned that guy was way fucking more than that. But Holy shit. Like, I'm not going, you know what I mean? The guy was never going to pay it. We can't go against the bank. You can't, I mean, they got people, that's all they do. You know? Yeah. That's it. That's their job. And they're the fucking most, they're like the angriest people you've ever met. I've never met anybody ruder than these people, you know? And they knew we weren't even going to really fight them just a little bit to get some money. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Super rude. They're all out of New York, though, so maybe that's it. Well, yeah. of course. I've never been to New York, but uh, yeah, you know what's weird is like, depending on where you live in the country, it does have a lot to do with your attitude. Oh, yeah, it does. You know what I mean? It's like in New York, you probably have to be a fucking prick, or you'll be you a prick. You get preyed on. Things move too fast there. You got to fucking put yeah, your foot down. It is insane to think about that. And as fast as shit moves now, anyways. Oh yeah. I mean, in New York, you're probably always one step behind. Right. I, would, <laughs> I mean, I would think so. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. We're all one step behind, aren't we, Rubis? I can see a cat behind you. Oh, yeah, that's in here. That's who I was letting in when I ran over. and uh, saw that. She's a sweetheart. She's deaf, so she gets really loud when she meows. You probably oh, heard so. Yeah, I did. <laughs> She's just sitting there. Guess what her name is? <laughs> uh, Mary Sue. Jerry. Oh, yeah, you told me that last time. That's right. Oh, that's on right there. His name. She was alive then. She he used to like to deep leer. Remember how he would deep leer stuff? Yeah, yeah. Deep leer that little cat when she was just a kitten. Oh shucks. Yeah, all shucks is right, Rufus. Damn it. Hey, on that note, 
uh, should we play a little bit of Put It In Drive? We got to work on these songs. We've just got to. I know. I know. Well, this song's but done. I'm just going to vocals. Right, this one is done. This one is pretty much done. It's pretty much in the can, 90%. I wonder, you ever uh, see those things? I'm sure you get a thing on your phone that says, we'll mix your song for you, and then you pay them five bucks or whatever, and they're supposed to mix the song. I don't even understand how that works, because it's just a fucking, it's just an algorithm that you run your song through. Have you seen this thing? Uh, yeah, I've seen a couple, yeah. Do you think there's any way that that could legitimately work or not? And I'm not saying the song needs mixed. I'm just questioning any song. We should just put our song through one, any song of ours. We should put them all through one and see what it I sounds do. like. I do. I always put oh, them through do? one. Through one of the ones that you pay for, though? No, I've got what they use. I mean, but they have these random algorithms, right, that just do whatever they want to your song to make it sound however. Oh, yeah, but it, it's all just plug-and-play fucking bullshit. Right, I just wondered what it would sound like, though, if what, their, what their take on the song would be, about how much different it would make it, or do you think it would? It, it would probably sound different than we want it to. <laughs> That's, I'm sure it probably would. I'm just <laughs> I don't, they're all perfect, in my opinion, so anything different would sound foreign to me. That makes sense. Yeah, that's true. I gotta run. All right. Uh, my bladder is. All right. Uh, Folks, this is the Double Z. He's gonna stick around with you for a few minutes and listen to put it as dry. But that is the big R, and he's headed to big O to take a big W. Yeah, yeah. I gotta expose my taint. Uh, he will. He'll milk it. And unla- well, how do you know it hasn't been exposed this entire show? I don't know. I don't. Yeah. Listeners, you hear that? This is why this is experimental radio. It is. He's got his full-on taint showing. I'm gonna, next show, I'm going to have a webcam under my desk. Uh, you know what? It will probably get uh, 80,000 fucking weirdos watching this show if you offer <laughs> Put it up on Chatterbait. Is it illegal to show your taint? No. Ain't nothing naughty about a taint. It taint? It taint legal to show your taint? Illegal to show your taint? It taint illegal to show your taint. Really? There's a, that's a song right there. Now, does a woman have a taint? Well, of course a woman has a taint. They I just have a, a smaller like, taint. Yeah, it would have to be like a three-centimeter taint or something, or even smaller than it's that. It's got to be a small one, because sometimes I've, you know, missed. Oh, and, have you? You know, there's not a lot of landscape there to, to oh, make a mistake on. God. You need help, sir. You need help. <laughs> Who is this young woman that you're doing that to? Oh, uh, she, ain't, she ain't young. All right, Rufus. Well, uh, surely we'll talk some brilliance. Don't forget to ask me on the next show about sloth care, Okay. Yeah, 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 because you mentioned that. For forget. Sure. You'll forget, but I got it in my show notes, so I'll remember. Excellent. I had quite a few show notes tonight that we were, thought we were going to get to, but we never did because the brilliance got started right away. So sorry, folks. Next week, tune in for the more brilliance. We talked a lot about food and politics. So it was still good. That's what we did tonight. Uh, and we did not do that great at Jeopardy. You know what? Go back a couple of shows where we went fucking 31 right answers for three rounds of fucking Jeopardy. 31 the hotter the sauce, the righter the questions. 31 for 36, folks. Try that at home. I don't even think Ken Jennings could do that. Fuck no. Did you watch that championship Jeopardy thing? No. It was pretty good. They did a behind-the-scenes thing of, like, what Alex does to prepare for the show. Really? That's kind of a lot of work. A lot more work than I would have fucking thought. I mean, he goes through all the questions and, like, really? more clear or I don't like that question. Yeah, like every fucking question he goes through before the shows. Might as well do it fucking right if you're going to do it. Five shows. Tape five shows just like that in one in one day. God damn. What a sweet gig. Yeah, that would be pretty sweet. 
All right, Rufus, I'll let you go. I'm going to play Put It In Drive. Folks, this is Put It In Drive. We're going to try to finish this one up for you soon. Double Z's got one he's going to send over to the big R to have him take a look-see. And we'll talk to you next week. This is Put It In Drive by Hypersloth. Rufus out. St. Louis. Oh, oh, oh.